People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. It's now Wednesday, and boy, we've got a lot lined up for you fine folks out there. So let's get right to it, shall we? So if you're new to the show, uh, welcome. I'm X, I'm your host, and this is the second episode of the week where we try to put the, the less urgent items on the agenda that don't have a, uh, a sell-by date really on them. Anyway, let's go ahead and get right to it. Oh, hear me! Oh, pay heed! The Lord, the Lord Jehovah, has given unto you these 15, ten, ten commandments for all to obey. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Decalogue. Jesus, I think it's been forever since we've played around with any kind of top ten here, and that makes me feel a little bit sad. Uh, I should remedy that, so... In an effort to not only entertain, but to also inform, I've compiled a list of the top ten... Weird as shit things that Mormons do throughout their lives. And I was never a Mormon, so, <laughs> you know, I, I've at least got somebody here to back me up with it. I was hoping Kyle was going to be here, oh. but he's not. So, uh, number 10, and this is in no particular order, but it could be because I was I was about four beers in, and it was like one o'clock in the morning when I started writing this last night. So let's see how it all turns out. Number 10 is three hours of church minimum each week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such boring church as it is <laughs> i've sat through it once or twice i think because my my brother-in-law went on his mission and then when he came back yeah it was twice so his departure and then his coming back and i was like who can do this this is dumb <laughs> like this is the most boring shit that i've ever sat through and it's not so much like hey, you're hey. celebrating your religion like i was i, I expected to see with like uh I, I was Southern Baptist, so a lot of the time when you would go to churches in the South, you'd get a lot of people that was like singing, dancing, celebrating, like people were actually enjoying church and, you know, praising God and everything. It's like you go to Mormon church and it's like all these dirges, these songs that are just like, oh, God, please no, don't it's, it's a struggle us. to stay awake for the whole thing. And, and the and kids then it, crying a, and the, the fucking buttered Cheerios rolling all over the floor. It's just. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. When you have it at one o'clock, it just kills the whole day. Oh my god, I could not imagine. Like that's when I get most of my shit done is like from noon till five. <laughs> yeah, because I usually have like either the nine o'clock session, the one o'clock, or 
three o'clock, and it just just kills. They the have a three o'clock one. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it's that, just... dude. <laughs> oh, I knew about the nine and the one. Sometimes but... when you got a lot of wards meeting in the same building, they got to do what they can. Sometimes I think they even divide up in force different things where they overlap and holy shit oh man it's it's just it just kills the whole day there's you can't do anything it's ridiculous okay number nine so nice to have a a nice free day now (laughs) and be like i can do whatever i want (laughs) all right number nine uh one of the weird things that mormons do throughout their life is they go on missions and it's not just the men there's also women that go on missions and older people go on the missions but especially especially the 18 to 19 year old men that you can't call them men at that point. You know, as I was a younger man, I was like, I was like, I'm 16. I'm almost 17. I'm almost an adult. I'm almost a man. And I'm not, <laughs> I know what real life is. And I'm not saying this to like belittle anybody that's of that age that thinks that they have earned that status of, you know, manhood kind of thing. It's like, but you're even at 18, I, I have to realize now that I, as smart as I thought I was, I wasn't ready for half the shit. <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. I mean, even waiting to have a kid when I was like 28, you know, even then, I was not ready for that shit. I don't think you can ever be ready for kids. No, but... you're, you're never ready for that. And... But anyway, my main point about this one is like, when was the last time that a young man of 19 made you reconsider anything that you've done in your life. And so I, I laugh that they, they send these young guys out as missionaries. It's like, they come to me and be like, uh, yes, we'd like to talk to you about our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And be like, um, no, <laughs> or like, Hey, would you guys like a bottle of water? And let's talk about Satan. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I haven't had very many, I haven't had the Mormon missionaries come by. I think they, I hate to say they know better, but they there are ward maps where like they have the houses color coded for, you know, who people could be tracked in and stuff. So I, I know I'm not one of those houses where people can do that, but, but they, they've kind of got it because my wife is already a member and she never released her shit. Ah, anyway, no, but they could accidentally kind of run into you, you know, tracked into you. Oh, I've had the like, I've had the oh. J Dub show up. I had the J Dub show up one time and. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm atheist. And they're like, oh, that's fascinating. And so we had like a 20 minute discussion. And I was like, probably gave a lot for that lady to think about <laughs> because I was going on the whole, you don't have to have God to be good. And she's like, I never thought of that. <laughs> and so I, 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 I served a mission and it was, I, you hear a lot of people say, oh, it's the best two years of my life. And it's like, no, I, hey, it was nice being in Australia. It sucks. It was, weather though. was nice. It has to <laughs> suck being away from like everything. But I, I can't go to the beach. Though so we we did manage to travel next to the beach a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's just it's such a wasted two years. Like they should at least allow you on your P days. Yes, people, I know what those are. They're your personal days. They should at least allow you to pretend like you're a normal person there for a week and then go back to the work the next day but no see see the being on the water is the water is satan's domain so you you can't like uh even go on a boat hey for those that are so you can't even go on a boat because satan owns the water 
for those listening that Nothing didn't know that, that before. Me, but we went fishing. <laughs> in I served my mission in Australia. And I finished up in Tasmania and down in the southern part. And we went fishing on a few day once, and it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people so, that might not realize that about the Mormon Church is that they believe that Satan has dominion over the water. So once you're set apart from your family and everybody that you love, you're technically not even allowed to go into the swimming pool at the hotel that you're staying at before you go somewhere. It's like, Oh, the water is off limits completely. And it's, it's ridiculous, but, and you could probably, uh, give complete, you know, uh, firsthand experience here, but you're not supposed to be away from your companion. Like at any time. No, you're, you're, you're supposed to be tied to the companion. And I was, Probably not the the ideal missionary, but <laughs> there there were a few times we were we were separated. But <sighs> I just I uh, I were I wonder about these you know eighteen and nineteen year old guys, and I'm not saying I'm wondering like oh I wonder what they're doing in their pants, but it's the same time I remember <laughs> how often I tugged it at nineteen. I was like, so, oh my, you I'm have to be discreet as first... fuck when. <laughs> oh the 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 seriously the first three companions the people i was paired with on my mission i was there um two of which were sent home early because of uh indiscretions indiscretions (laughs) (laughs) and i remember the other one would like call late at night one of his girlfriends in one of his previous areas and stuff it was just like great what a great start to my mission That's hilarious. Okay, so let's see. It's, it's just, it's crazy. It's so stupid. Mission mission work is just so fucking weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number eight, uh, callings. Uh, for those that don't know what those are, that's essentially the slave labor of the LDS church. Where, <laughs> and for me, the the weirdest part about these callings that they do is like they they do these uh during the church sessions they do. Uh, brother and sister so and so have been called to do blah 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 whatever it is, <laughs> and they do this whole raising of hands thing where like they square the shoulder and the elbow and everything. Yes, I support this person as a primary teacher. And my wife, oh man, she got pissed one time when I was when we were at the the Mormon church, and they're like, "Does anybody oppose?" And I'm like, Ugh, raising my hand just because I'm I'm that atheist in the background, just being a no, dick. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> She's like, "Stop it." I'm like, what? It's funny as hell. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm I'm just that guy. <laughs> All right, number seven. <laughs> baptisms for the dead. Oh man. This one doesn't bother me a whole lot because and that's why it's so far down the list, because fuck it, I'm dead. <laughs> I, I'm, what are you carrying? I'm not gonna be doing anything to my rotted corpse, but it's it's strange that they feel like it's necessary to uh try to save all of the souls of the planet. And so that, I mean, the jury's still out whether that actually means anything for sons of perdition like me. So, <laughs> no, I'm, well, I'm, most of it is supposed to go on after Jesus comes back. Uh, Cause there's all these people that we don't have record that they don't have records for. So. Well, they're trying though. There's, there's people that can claim their heritage all the way back to Adam and Eve. And I'm just like, you are full of shit. All right, let's see. Number six, marry early. Way too fucking early. <laughs> Way too early. 
and I can't speak for everybody's marriage, uh, but I, I dated my wife for a really, really long ass time before we got married, like six and a half years. But even with that, I feel like us waiting for like much later to get married. I mean, we we met each other when we, she was a teen, uh, later teen, like not like 15 gross motherfuckers out there. No, she was like out of call out of high school, going to college kind of thing. Uh, my, us waiting to get married was a wise choice. So the push for all of these people to get married at like 19 to 20 uh, is just it's weird because like the the amount of time that they spend dating is so finite tiny it's like they date once they date twice they date three or four times and it's like let's go ahead and set our date to get married and it's like you don't even know this person <laughs> I, I met my wife when we were uh she was 19 or 18 actually when i first met her and uh i had just got home from a mission uh but we were just friends for like a year and a half before mm. we actually started dating seriously so it was like there wasn't the that's better than like four dates and you're getting just married, return missionary I? meet someone and three months later uh, oh and we got married rms, RMs are the worst of my family <laughs> but <laughs> some of my family that's pretty much they knew each other for like two months before they got married but um but i would have totally like put off marriage for quite a while and then they just like <laughs> like guilt you into having children right away too it's yeah. like you just barely get to know this person and then you want to introduce a third person into it right away to just to keep you married <laughs> god all right so let's see number five how about conference weekend that's weird as shit that has to happen between church members uh for those that are not in the know uh, when it comes to the LDS church, there are events twice yearly that revolve around a, I would say, almost like Super Bowl for the LDS church religion, where they trot out the oldest shit like religious leaders and uh, pretend that they have all of the answers to everything. Meanwhile, people are supposed to watch from home and make a weekend out of it. Like no, have- it, was, it was more like vacation and have it playing on the radio in the background. It's still getting there, though. As as much as I've studied marketing and everything, it's still seeping in a little bit. Of, oh, it's weird, though. And there's sometimes where you, you will go to a, for us non-Mormons, we'll, we'll go to a restaurant like one weekend, not realizing it, it is conference weekend, and you see all of these short, white sleeves, 1950s-looking motherfuckers where they're, like, wearing their ties and their short-sleeve white shirts and their slacks and like standing there with all of the other guys that are wearing the same shit and it's like oh yeah conference weekend <laughs> oh yeah conference weekend saturday night is the priesthood session and then afterwards everyone all the the priesthood members go out to get ice cream that yeah, is a thing sausage party <laughs> at nielsen's frozen custard man <laughs> it's ridiculous Okay, number four, how about abstinence from coffee and tea? And we've kind of talked about that on the interview. But look, I, I know that they always try to play out this whole, well, you know, Brigham said that all substances that are strong are bad for you. However, you can watch a Mormon take a main line of monster energy drink straight into their veins, but still stick their noses up at tea or coffee. Or they'll have these gigantically huge sodas or hot chocolates. It's such a, it's such a weird as shit double standard. <laughs> I seriously i don't get it i 
Seriously, like I said, they actually came out and said that it's not the caffeine that makes it bad, but they don't actually say what makes coffee and tea so bad, <laughs> even though they have proven health benefits. It's like, no, it's just because we said so. Let me let me tell you what. We don't like, know. You just have to have faith. Most of these, uh, Utah is currently going through this weird stage right now where we have all of these soda shops that are popping up all over the fucking place. And something oh, yeah. I, something I've noticed that is their critical point where they don't they don't realize that they have a blind spot is that they're not open on Sundays. You get a soda shop that's open on Sundays, you're going to fucking corner the market because there's a lot of these Mormon moms that need their 44 ounce dirty diet coke <laughs> before they go to church for the week. Yeah, my uh yeah, my mother-in-law always has to have her diet Pepsi just constantly and it's like even on sundays it's like she goes to the gas station to get her got diet pepsi and like it's look like, man i i like pepsi but diet pepsi ugh. <laughs> oh i can't stand diet pepsi <laughs> I'm, I'm a dr pepper fan myself so it's like i can't i can't stand the diet pepsi and ugh. okay number three multi-level marketing and I was never a ward member, so I don't I didn't get it quite so much. My wife gets it every once in a while still from people. But they you wonder how companies like Amway and you know like the the it's it works body, you know, wrapping and sculpting thing and the the doTERRA essential oils thing, how how those companies manage to stay in business. It's Utah. <laughs> it's Utah. There there are so many of them out here in Utah County that it's just you know, you're an quote, quote independent consultant when you're selling these things to people. And it's like, yeah, you're an Avon lady. Quit trying to quit trying to play it up. <laughs> All right, number two, uh, bear people bearing their testimony. <laughs> that is some weird as shit stuff, man. And and I'm not talking about just normal like 37 year old guy getting in front of the congregation doing the arms folding thing, and you know the whole. I know the church to be true, be, and Joseph Smith is the prophet of uh, you know, whatever the fuck they used to say. It's weird when you get little kids that are obviously coached to say this thing. That that's the no, only time get, it ever really bothers me, and it's just like, ugh. Well, you'd get people coming up with their kids, and then they tell the kids exactly what to say. I believe the church is true. I know that Joseph Smith is a prophet. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, Amen. It's it's yeah. It's like the kid doesn't care the kid's just up there and he just wants to get up and speak in the microphone <laughs> yeah i wrote a really long really long diatribe about the uh going to a mormon baptism on the utah outcast <laughs> website you guys should go find that one because it's fuck that was weird uh so anyway the, <laughs> you can tell that the kids are doing it only because they're getting rewarded for doing so and at that at, at like, a point, like you don't get rewarded for so much anymore, but you're expected to do it. So it's the whole peer pressure thing. Anyway, uh, the very last one that I have here is number one, temple ordinances. And I'm sorry, but that is some weird as shit culty stuff going on, man. That is. It is weird shit. As someone who's been through it, I remember the first time I went through the temple and looking over at my dad all dressed up in the temple clothes and the He's baker got a little hat, hat and the sash <laughs> and everything the green apron and i and literally the... almost bust out laughing right there because it was just because if you if you knew my dad he's like the most conservative serious person you know he's just and he's dressed up with this 
funny looking hat and sash and apron and bib and stuff on it. It's just like <clears throat> I had a hard time just not like busting out laughing at how ridiculous I thought the whole thing was. But it's supposed to be so sacred and special, and special and somber and just. <laughs> Uh, if, for people that oh, want it's the symbolism that you gotta understand in it it's like no it's just weird shit and you're given <laughs> a you're given stolen a new from name. the freemason you're given a new name <laughs> as you enter the temple and you get your ordinances for the first time and then every time after that you have to do it for other people and just oh man and the the marriage oh, yeah, the, the, mar- the, first the temple marriages is, the first are just time the worst is weird. the first time is weird because you have to uh, they've changed it a bit now, but the first time was weird because you're like under the, you know, I have people had people touching your naked body and stuff. It was just like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, they don't do as much touching nowadays, do the, they? The anointing, yeah, they don't do as much touching and stuff now. It's like, this is weird and I feel really uncomfortable with my, I know my wife was like kind of freaking out about it when she went through before we got married. <laughs> For those she had w- just had her wisdom teeth out and so she was just like i don't need this <laughs> <laughs> for those wondering uh go check out the whole series of videos that new name noah has put out he's on youtube and it's just oh my god you watch some of the stuff and you're like this can't be real and there's even mormons that come on there and be like this is so fake this is fake this doesn't happen at all and he's like he's, he always says to the people like Go ask your mom and dad with the whole hands up in the air saying, oh, God, hear the words from my mouth. Oh, God, hear the words from my mouth like three times saying and see what kind of reaction you get from them. Because apparently it's it's a, it's, it's a gigantic faux pas to hear any of this stuff outside of the temple, especially before you're ready for it. It's like hitting OT3 I mean, They level. have whole like temple prep, temple prep classes to you know, but they don't tell you anything what's going on. It's, just, it's all symbolism and sacred and just. It's not sacred. Oh, it was, <laughs> it's just sacred. <laughs> it's sacred. Ugh, I hate that sacred shit. Stuff. <laughs> oh, man. <it's... laughs> so, yeah, that's the Decalogue. Man, Mormons have a horrible, horribly long life of weird shit that happens to them, especially weird, Utah Mormons. Weird. <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> I think Utah Mormons have it the worst because yeah, I, I tend to agree. And I, like I've said many times before, it's, I was brought up Southern Baptist. I didn't have to do any weird shit. I mean, there's there's altar calls and stuff that happen and tent revivals every once in a while, but it's not like you have to seek that kind of shit out. It's not like it's expected of you. <laughs> no, in, in Utah, it's it's just what everyone does, and so it's, it's just expected. So it's just like tradition. And more than anything else, it's just right yeah, that's passage what we do. kind of thing. Ugh, so goddamn gross. Fucking religion. <laughs> it bugs the shit out of me every fucking week. <laughs> we have but one punishment for setting light the grail shaped beacon. You must tie her down on a bed and spank her. It's spanking! It's spanking! You must spank her well, and after you have spanked her, you may deal with her as you like, and then. Spank me. And spank me. And me. And me. Yes. Yes, you must give us all a good spanking. And after the spanking, the oral sex. So Dave Dobbenmeyer wants to talk to us about... Oh, man. Okay, so, like, twice in this week, we've brought up the whole Greg Gianforti thing. And he's going to, you know, make it even even much more worse than you could possibly think it could be. 
And Dave Dovenmeyer is the coach that's actually not a coach that does the show in front of a green screen that makes it look like an empty fucking stadium. Uh, he's just a terrible Christian apologist. So let's let's hear what he has to say. I remember about a year ago, maybe it's a little bit longer now. I was listening to Michael Savage, the Savage uh, Nation. So he's not saved. He's not even close to saved. But Savage, a lot of times, will go to the scriptures and read the scriptures. I think he's a good God, non-practicing dude. Jew. And uh, but he'll read. He's smart enough to go to the Bible, and because of the wisdom that's in the Bible, and I'll never forget what he said. It just kind of, you know, again, one of those arrows hit me right in the face. He said, "This the only thing that's going to save America is a more militant Christianity." Wow! From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffered violent, and violent men taken by force. And as much as we listen, fellas, as much as we don't like it, <clears throat> Bible's full of violence, full of it. I'm, I'm glad that he finally admitted to that because that's what we've been saying a lot of the time. Is that the Bible is full of violent shit, but it I don't is. know if he caught it there, but he said that America needs a more violent Christianity. More militant. Like, um, doesn't that go against literally everything <laughs> that Christ had to say about, you know, his church? It's like, I, I don't recall anywhere in there saying, yeah, we need to slam reporters to the fucking ground because that's what we are. <laughs> I no, we'll I see. Well, Christ, Christ got pissed off at the money, money lenders in the temple yeah. and uh, started whipping him with his homemade whip, and this is like, get out of here. See, Christ is violent too. It's like, so we just, we need to do that too. And he also yelled at a fig tree for being out of out of season, idiot, <laughs> and caused pigs to go over a cliff after putting demons in them, whatever the fuck that means. Anyway, what else does it say? It's just full of it. Well, there you go. It is just full. <laughs> it, it is full of it. I love that line. That's great. The thing that separates the Bible from everything else is that the, uh, the Bible teaches violence as a last resort. But it does teach us that there's a time for violence. There's a time for war. There is a time for war. And you, you look at all the all the crap that, that the disciples went through. And you look at all the crap that's going on around America, around the world, even today. The violence against Christianity. And the only thing that's going to save, see, Christianity is not going to fail. The only thing that's going to save Western civilization is a more aggressive, as Savage said, more violent Christianity. That's fucking horrific. <laughs> And first off, it doesn't teach it as a last resort. It's it's pretty. The Bible doesn't teach it. It's just pretty violent all around. So. Yeah, especially when you learn the origins of the Bible from the the um, the vocal tales that were taught by the the Babylonians prior to the <laughs> to it becoming like Jewish stories and stuff, where you had multiple gods. Like there was the panoply of like gods that were there in the past where sorry pantheon of gods where you had the you had el shaddai which was like the war god of the the jewish people and he is mostly the guy that you hear about in the old testament and so it's just it's really <laughs> weird to have a vocal history that was taught you know and then finally written down of a group of people that went from polytheistic to monotheistic and they have the history of it together and these people that are co-opting it, you know, the Christians, where they take the Old Testament, the, the Torah, and they turn it into their first book of their Holy Trinity of books or whatever the 
if you're a Mormon, is three, no, mm-hmm. how many, four books, the quad. Yeah, there you go. The quad. Super badass book. Oh, man. <laughs> but if you have Christians, you have the, the New Testament, the Old Testament, so they have the two books. And if you're Muslim, you have the Quran, which is essentially the Torah with shit on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> eh, anyway, Dave, what else are you going to say? I don't know if you saw this or not. The media has gone crazy over this. Trump walking in the authority as president of the United States, as the man who's large and in charge, as the man who's paying all the bills. Against- He's apparently not paying certain bills. That's why the Obamacare stuff is kind of failing right now, is because he's not paying <laughs> the shit that he should be paying as the president. And he still hasn't assigned most of the staff. You know, the cabinet is still threatened. <laughs> you know, I don't understand how he's large and in charge because he's honestly he's not avoiding... done a fucking thing. <laughs> no, he's a, he's avoiding doing as much as possible. I guess I can't hate him on him for that because I, I tend to be that way too. But... Against those little wants. Now, I want you to watch. They call for the press conference. You ought to watch the Young Turks and what they said. You ought to watch Maddow and what they said about how he's not presidential. He's rude. He's egotistical. I want you to watch Trump walks up and he is going to grab one of these by the pussy. <laughs> uh, he's he's not going to be talking about that. But. Leaders, the leader of NATO, I think, is the guy. Trump grabs him, puts his hand out, pushes him back, and Trump walks in front of him, walking in authority, not acting very presidential. See, they want us to be like Obama and bend over and let him have us, right? <laughs> Oh, phrasing there, Dave. Phrasing. Phrasing. Uh, He's the uh, prime minister of Montenegro, and he just kind of shoves him out of the way, and then adjusts his uh, his jacket like he's all... (laughs) And the funny thing is, is like, Putin hates Montenegro for them trying to join NATO. And there's a lot of people that didn't pick up on that recently, and I'm like, uh, there's a lot of history there. So there's kind of a reason why he would kind of be a dick to Montenegro. So... They're one of the newest members of NATO, I believe. So it's like uh, they didn't want them to initially join NATO because that means that Putin wouldn't be able to go. I want you, Montenegro. <laughs> That's what well, they I don't want us think to do. Trump really cared who it was. He just wanted to be front and center. Be front so. and center. I am on camera. I'm the star. <laughs> I'm the president of the United States. I'm, I'm better than all these I'm other the people. I'm the reality guy on television. I get to be on camera. You don't. I get the highest ratings. <laughs> oh my god watch trump walk in authority here and the news goes nuts go ahead Jared. here he comes yeah. here he comes Just shoves the asshole out of the place shoves him out of the way <laughs> so i'm here man i'm large and in charge and look at him huh they're all little puppies they're all little puppies ain't nobody barking at him it's like those skunks i got out here's these guys have the biggest heart on for being an <laughs> asshole i don't understand like, look- Look how big a dick he's being to those other Look guys. Look at it. He's swinging it around. <laughs> Wandering around, man. He's walking in authority. Walking in authority. He walked to the front and center, and they all know it, too, man. He just spanked them all, remember? He just spanked them all. And now he walks to the front. <laughs> That's enough from Dave. Man, my God. He's got yeah. the, the biggest raging erection for this guy. He's like, Oh, I wish I could be as tough as this guy. Oh, I just want to be. Look this how guy large so and in charge he is. 
That's just absolutely. Just... I wish I was large and in charge. <laughs> I remember back when white guys ruled the world. Now we don't. It's sad. I'm so sad. I want to be back in charge. I want to call black people the N-word again. No one is prouder to put this birth certificate matter to rest than the Donald. And that's because he can finally get back to focusing on the issues that matter. Like, did we fake the moon landing? What really happened in Roswell? And where are Biggie and Tupac? So we have a newcomer to Fun With Real Audio, and his name is Larry Clayman. Yeah, it sounds as bad as bad as you could think it sound. Uh, he's apparently outraged by Michelle Obama showing some shoulder. She's not the Flotus anymore, so she's, a, she's free to be pretty much whoever she wants to be, just like Obama's free to be whoever he wants to be. Because I keep, I keep hearing people that call themselves progressives giving a really fucking hard time to the fact that he made $400,000, you know, selling a speech to like Goldman Sachs kind of thing. It's like, he's not the president anymore, guys. He's a, he's an independent citizen. He gets to literally do whatever the fuck he wants. You don't get to be all pissed off about stuff because he's doing what he wants. And how many of you guys would turn down a speaking engagement on principle for 400,000 fucking dollars? I wouldn't. <laughs> fuck no, man. That's... Like, even if I was uh, trying to make it work with, like, as little money as I possibly could, that's, like, six years I didn't, I wouldn't have to do a job. How nice that would be. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Larry Clayman, he's, uh, he, he's exactly what you'd expect. He's one of these flag lapel pin wearing kind of douche canoe Brian, um, what the fuck is his last name? I forgot who my favorite Brian, my my favorite Brian, the gray fox. I can't remember what his name is. He uh, he's got the white hair. He's just a typical doughy old white guy with the the vagina neck going on. Where <laughs> he's got that little slit down the middle of it, and it's like it's not from tracheotomy or anything like that. It's just like he's just old and it's starting to double over on itself. Anyway, he's from a website called Freedom FreedomWatchUSA.org. Freedom Watch and Freedom Watch can be found on Roku. Amazon Fire TV and YouTube. Maybe I should try to get the outcasts on Roku and Fire TV. We'll see. <laughs> I do they do people actually watch? It probably those doesn't things? take much. I, I, uh, yeah, it probably doesn't because if he's on YouTube, that's that's about probably all you need to have. It's just a YouTube channel that has videos that show up every once in a while. So anyway, let's hear this doughy white guy being pissed off at the black lady and the black husband. So here we go. Former President Obama with his lovely wife Michelle. Well, at least he says that she's lovely. And she is a very lovely lady. It just makes me laugh. All the people that are coming out saying, oh, she's transsexual. It's like, and your point being, if she was <laughs> like, I, no. I don't have a problem <laughs> with it. Is currently in Italy vacationing. Obviously, they've got a lot of money to spend. Italy's a nice place. But the reality is they went over there to upstage, try to upstage President Trump with regard to his meeting with Pope. Look, dude, I could upstage President Obviously. Trump. <laughs> it, it takes... Very fucking little to get President Trump to be upstaged because nobody likes that man. N nobody does. And even Pope Fluffy was like, 
Uh, he and the, I know you guys have seen the gif about it where he's just he looks at Trump and he just looks at him like this motherfucker. He <laughs> could just tell he's just looking at me like the Pope was not happy to be with Trump there. <laughs> Did you see the other like, gif that somebody made where uh, like Trump's trying to hold hands with him and he smacks his hand? Oh, yeah. Doing <laughs> uh, the Melania. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what else does he say? In the Vatican. This tells you a larger story about Obama. He's running an alternative government, an evil government. Okay, let's just say it was an alternative government. and There was a shadow government thing. Why all of a sudden does it have to jump straight to evil? You know, it's like <sighs> maybe it's an alternative government for good. Maybe the Illuminati is actually a good thing. Have you guys ever thought about that? <laughs> maybe Area Fifty One and Groom Lake exist because we're not ready for that shit yet. <laughs> no, all of a sudden it's bad stuff. It's a conspiracy. Out of his mansion in Calorama, Washington, it's multi-million-dollar monstrosity. He pays $25,000 a month to rent. So it's not his mansion if he's renting it. No, I, I love that. That's that fair, isn't it? <laughs> uh, criticizing Obama for being rich. <laughs> it's like... And having money. The guy is an ex-president. Most Aren't most ex-presidents somewhat rich in, in one way or another? I mean, Jimmy Carter's I mean, not Especially like, compared to Trump, who spends most of his time in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, <laughs> Now, you heard the story about the, there was a federal prosecutor that was killed on the beach, like in, uh, where the fuck was it? Hollywood, Florida. And so people were like, where's Hollywood, Florida? And I'm like, oh, let me bring up the map. It's only, oh, a couple of miles away from Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Interesting. Now, the thing that's really troubling about this is that it's not just that he went to Italy. Italy's a nice place. He's entitled to go to Italy. But apparently he and Michelle went into a church in Siena, Italy, and she was basically had an open shoulder. I'm going to show a picture of that, showing a lack of respect oh to the Catholic Church and Christianity. <laughs> Got the porn shoulders going. Hey, uh, fuck your Catholic Church and fuck Christianity. They're going into a church not as parishioners, not as people of that church. They're just going, oh, what a lovely building. Let's go take a look at it. And if you didn't know this, uh, whatever the fuck this guy's name is, Larry Clayman, it's probably hot as balls in <laughs> Italy as well. They're, they're tourists <laughs> and it's summer. Yeah, and the outfit that he's like severely pissed about is like the equivalent of like a a, a tube top. I mean, maybe a little bit it's like a better version of that. But not it's like, even that. It's, it's like a halter top kind of thing. And it's not even that bad. I mean, she's. It's just doughy old white guys pissed off at the black president and his wife. It, it's amazing to me that hey, these people are just hey. so mad. And she's not, she doesn't have that bad of finger. So it's, she's she very attractive. She's a very pretty lady. I don't see what the fucking problem is. Aren't we supposed to, you know, admire beauty? I mean, I could be speaking up my ass here. Who knows? But let's see what else he has to say. Of course, that's not surprising because her husband is, in fact, closet Muslim. Someone who <laughs> oh my god a closet muslim it's the quran over the bible who has fooled the american people all these years into thinking that he's really a christian who always refers to the holy quran who told george stephanopoulos when he was running for the president in 2008 my muslim faith who wears a ring that says my only god is allah who 
really dissed Israel and tried to harm it in any way. Holy shit. That is so many, like, InfoWars talking points being thrown at us at <laughs> one time. Like, it's more likely that Obama is a agnostic atheist kind of thing and than him being a secret Muslim socialist, <laughs> whatever, whatever other label they want to throw at him. It's like, he's a bit too smart to be, like, Christian. And, and I'm not sure. Sure, sure. If, if he that. was a closet Muslim, obviously he wouldn't be letting his wife walk around with bare shoulders. <laughs> uh, it goes on and on, and you know the story. I mean, I gave a speech in front of the, the uh, World War II Memorial where I asked him to get off his knees, put the Quran down, and come out with his hands up. That was mild compared to what we saw in the years after that. But this is an absolute disgrace. But it shows what he's doing. He's trying to undermine the Trump presidency. He's working with ultra-leftists like George Soros. He's fomenting violence in the streets, whether it's Berkeley or other universities, whether it's Black Lives Matter. He has blood on his hands, and he will stop at nothing to destroy the Trump presidency, even in a petty way to go to Italy during a week that the president's on a foreign trip. <laughs> wow, <laughs> man, that's just... The amount of idiocy that's in this whole fucking statement that this guy's saying here is just like, like, okay, nobody's really impressed with you making a speech in front of a World War II memorial because you know what? That's open to the public. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. And for you to say that President Obama didn't deserve... I... The guy was president for eight years. He deserves a vacation. And so what if he's in France? He's in Italy at the same time as Trump is. He's not in the fucking Vatican trying to talk to the Pope no. at the same time as the guy. A lot of He's people, not hanging out in the background. A lot of people vacation in fucking Europe, man. And just be, oh. I have friends who are vacationing in Italy right now, so it's <laughs> I has nothing to do with Trump being there's, there. There's absolutely no hope for these people that that it's it's like talking to somebody that refuses to see like the collusion between like the Trump candidacy and Russia, even if it wasn't like Trump himself, it was other people within there. They're like, no, nah, that's just fake news. You guys are just trying to get him on stuff. It's like there's facts here. It's like, oh, Obama's just a a terrible person. Look, but what about what what about the stuff that Hillary Clinton did when you bring up Trump stuff? It's like that has nothing to do with the fact who's the fucking president right now, man. It's like no, they're, they're always trying to change the subject. Well, well what about Obama? It's like, like you mean one of the most boring milk toast presidents we've had in a long time that actually tried to do some shit. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing that they can find out. Oh, he likes Dijon mustard, fancy mustard on his sandwiches. Oh, and apparently he liked to, Surprise the guys at Five Guys every once in a while and have a beer with a person. Ooh, man, what a terrible guy. Instead Ooh. of bombing fucking Syria while talking about what kind of amazing chocolate cake you have with the Chinese premier. <laughs> premier. Ugh. Apparently the Chinese guy just really loved that cake. It's the best chocolate cake. It's the, most, it's the world's ever. best. Ever. We'll all be burning the midnight oil on this one. That would be inadvisable. Excuse me? If you attempt to ignite a petroleum product on this ship at zero hundred hours, you will activate the fire suppression system, which would seal off this entire compartment. That was just an expression. Expression of what? A figure of speech. 
I was trying to tell him that we'd be working late. Ah, then to burn the midnight oil implies late work. That's right. I am curious. What is the etymology of that idiom? Hmm? How did it come to be used in contemporary language? I don't know, sir. All right, so we have the Josh Bernstein show. Bernstein? Bernstein. I, uh, is he from the alternate universe before we all crossed over? I know. <laughs> uh, One of the bears. Google the Mandela effect if you're wondering what we're talking about here. It's about Nelson Mandela and how people believed at one time that he was this way or said another thing, and it's like, oh, that 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 proves alternate universes. Anyway, it's, just, it's a fun thing to read about. Bernstein versus Bernstein. Bernstein, bears. yeah, exactly. Uh, and he is coming at us live from his green screen set that he has here. I mean, we're talking visual effects that are worse than like the uh, the very the, the the first of the prequels, the Phantom Menace. It's like, yeah, that was obviously shot against a green screen. That looks terrible. I mean, this this looks as bad as for those that might be classic video game people out there. This looks as bad as like um, some of the full motion video you used to get with like Command and Conquer. And uh, let's let me th- let's see if I go even further back than that. This is like, oh, Wing Commander three levels of like full motion video, where like the resolution was like two forty by one eighty. <laughs> it was just obviously like shot in front of a green screen, and they managed to mat in the stuff in the background. Anyway, he's got some stupid shit to say about how Muslims need to be eradicated. Let's go. Here's another example from the religion of peace. These people cannot live amongst us. They cannot assimilate with us. As I've said many times before, immigration without assimilation is a takeover. Of- okay, well, first of all, out of how many millions of those people from that religion have you know immigrated to whatever country you're talking about here, he hasn't specified what he's talking about. I'm sure he's talking about Manchester. But the Muslim population of Europe, I mean, of, of England, let's just say of the UK, has been rather fucking large for a really long time. It's not like it's a, a small fluke, you know? It's not like a small subset of the UK. You have, you know, tons of Hindus that are British. You have tons of Muslims that are British. You have, I mean, because in England used to own everything. You know, it was... Yeah, but, I mean, India was a huge part. And there's India has Hindu, Muslim, everything. India was a huge part of that. British Empire. So there's and you know there's, there's a, a lot of Muslims there. <laughs> there's a lot of But it's just funny that he's he's trying to say like they can't live with us. They didn't assimilate. It's like bruh, are you even looking at, you know, who's doing most of the shootings and crimes and stuff in the United States? That's like saying that white people cannot be part of America because they are just too dangerous. It's like do you not hear yourself when you're saying this horrible shit? I, I don't understand how people don't put two and two together here. Of a country. You're seeing it in France. You're seeing it in Germany. You're seeing it in Sweden. My goodness, Sweden is an absolute disaster. You're seeing it in areas like Spain. You're seeing it in Italy. You're seeing it in, uh, in even areas like um, Norway and some of the Icelandic countries and things like that. The Icelandic countries? <laughs> Last time I checked, Iceland was its own country. <laughs> there aren't multiple Icelands out there. Greenland is not part of the Iceland way of life. It's like, 
the fuck is this guy talking about? He's talking about Scandinavia. I think that's must be what he means. It's it's the terrorist attack that Trump talked about in Sweden. Oh man. Now, don't get me wrong. There are reports that come out of a lot of these countries that have brought in a a bunch of not not just refugees, but you know people from Islamic backgrounds and stuff. And there has been an adjustment period. And I'm not talking about you know, uh, like when the, what happened in Germany where there was supposedly a whole bunch of you know sexual assaults that happened on New Year's Eve kind of thing. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but it's just it's amazing to me that this guy thinks that a person's religion has anything to do with what kind of person they are. Because how would that make this guy feel if you were to be like, oh, all Christians are uptight assholes? (laughs) I he's generalizing, not realizing that people can flip the script on him and they can generalize against him. Oh, he's bald, pasty and white. Like, okay, let's see. What else could we say about him? Hmm. Might like to fuck his sister. You know, something to <laughs> obviously Chechnya uh, and Russia. You're seeing it all over the globe. These people come in. They have more children than the native people in their countries, and they literally take over these countries. What breed the people out of? I, I'm okay with this. <laughs> I honestly don't give a shit because. With a lot of, you know, when we had Japanese refugees, when we had people like during World War II, you had a whole generation that they called the Nisei, which were, you know, they weren't Japanese, they weren't Chinese, they were of, they were Americans at that point. When the first generation comes in and they settle in a country, they can't be essentially like, when you have a Muslim people move to Sweden, they can't essentially be Swedish at that time, because they are still whatever country they came from they were brought up with that way of life they they have been that kind of person their whole entire life so when they finally have a child that child is brought up within the culture of that country and it completely changes so i i i hate you know, this guy for the fact that he's saying that their kids are going to be just as bad as him no they're going to be more moderate than their parents ever were uh one, yeah, one or two yeah two People that are being killed is a is a tragedy. But when 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100. Jesus Christ. He started at 20 and he made it to 100. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, that That's the first. Well, one or two people much. is a tragedy. What's 100 people? One, two, three, four, seven billion. Like 200. Well, it just becomes a statistic to these people. And that's the problem. These people need to be eradicated from Western Europe. They need to be eradicated from the United States. They need to be eradicated, I would say, pretty much from everywhere. Because they have shown time and time again, whether you're a peaceful Muslim, whether you're a radical Muslim, you're shown time and time again that you just cannot deal and cope with being in a civilized society. So therefore, Uh, we need to destroy you. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, so hypocritical. Oh, there... They they can't stand it, so we need to just take them all out. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's They'll, just go ahead and get a final solution for all these people that we don't find uh, quite palatable palatable as much as we think we would. You know, wait a minute. They like to pray five times a day. Ah, just fucking kill them. <laughs> just, we just need to take them out. Yes, because that's the answer to anything. Like, you don't understand somebody? Ah, go ahead and kill them. This guy does not see how much of an absolute ape he is being when it comes to a lot of this shit. 
<laughs> they're different. They're different from me. I love how you said different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh Bernstein. When are you going to learn how to actually do real radio? You need to do podcasting for a while instead of trying to pretend like you're actually somebody on stage. <laughs> Come on my shows, Josh Bernstein. I would love to have a conversation. <laughs> Fox 5's Marina Morocco joins us now with what could be a big break in the investigation. Marina. Tony, Sean, we are just two months shy of the one-year anniversary of Seth Rich's murder. And ever since we learned Rich was a DNC staffer, the conspiracy theories online have taken a life of their own. But today, Fox 5 has learned there is new information that could prove these theorists are, in fact, right. So we have another newcomer this week by the name of Liz Crokin. C-R-O-K-I-N. And she's going to talk to us about the Seth Rich conspiracy, which we all know from the family going, there's no conspiracy. It was a random killing. It has nothing to do with the DNC in Russia. Stop spreading this shit. And hopefully it's what's going to make uh, Sean Hannity, Hannity ultimately lose his job this week because he took an unannounced vacation, which if you're following how Fox News has been doing things, that's how O'Reilly started out. He's like, I'm going to take a break for a little bit. And all of a sudden, I'm fired. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody loves a juicy conspiracy theory, though. Yeah, and we're, we're, no, uh, we're no exception to that rule. So, Liz Crokin, give us your best. And it's very obvious to me that, that this family, you know, the DNC and Sir Nolet, they're lying about this, said that the family didn't want anyone to investigate this any further. Well, that's a lie. They made a video a few months ago. They set up a whole Go GoFundMe account to raise money so they could investigate it on their own. That is a huge lie. So that's why the family is threatening lawsuits against Fox News for spreading conspiracy theories? I it, That doesn't sound right to me. That doesn't sound like you know even <laughs> what you're talking about. And I don't trust anybody that doesn't have a backdrop for their own YouTube shit. So, and what what grieving family would tell their private investigator, who's close to finding the murderer, to stop investigating the case? I mean, it just makes no sense. You know what makes no sense is having a private investigator coming to a conclusion and then searching for the evidence before reaching that conclusion. You know, it's a conspiracy is because the DNC stuff, and he sold that to a lot of people at the time, including Sean Hannity, where he's like. Yeah, this is exactly what happened. Yeah, this is what I believe what happened is like. Do you have evidence of that yet? Well, no, we're, we're working on that. We're not quite there yet, but <laughs> soon we're we're going to be there soon. Uh, we're going to do this GoFundMe until we actually can find out the actual story here. And if if Seth indeed was the leaker, why would they hire the only group with a motive to kill him to be their spokesperson? Okay. I mean, you guys know how these people operate. You know how the deep state operates. You know how the Clinton mafia operates. These people, they use fear. They use intimidation. I mean, they will hurt you. They will hurt your family. They will hurt your pets. <laughs> Not my pets. <laughs> my poor The fish. Clinton mafia oh, no. is going to hurt my pets. The Clinton mafia. I think that's a first for me. I don't think I've ever heard of the Clinton mafia. I, I could be wrong there. I, I don't know, but it's just going to get Chelsea saying be a shame if something happened to Fluffy here. Be a damn shame if something was to happen to your dog. <laughs> it's like in the deep state. 
when are these fucking people going to give up on this deep state Illuminati bullshit? They're not. They're never going to give this damn thing up. And it's just, it makes me so sad. Well, slash your tires. They will do. Oh, don't slash my tires. Oh, no. Horrible things to you. And I, I believe that this. They'll leave an upper decker in your toilet. Man, it's just the worst. Family <laughs> is, 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 is very fearful. You have to be absolutely brain dead to believe it's a robbery when, when nothing was stolen. So my point is, is that we've talked about Pedogate before. And- oh, my God. Pedogate. Oh, my God. Pedogate. <laughs> I think he, I think she's alluding to Pizzagate is what she's yeah, trying to Yeah, Pizzagate, which. Holy shit. You have to be an idiot to believe that one. And Pedogate is something oh. that's it's really horrendous. It's really dark. And it's it's really made up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really not real. Yeah. It's really hard for a, a normal person with a soul to comprehend that people could be doing <laughs> these horrible things to children. Or they're not. Or, <laughs> I or sleep easily. That <laughs> person would actually believe that that's going on. Oh my god, this lady is just she's fucking gold. I can't wait to find more of her. Liz Crokin, <laughs> man. So it's easier for people to cast this aside as a conspiracy theory. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are fucking insane. <laughs> What's not hard to comprehend is that people murder and people murder over money and power. Okay? That's and passion and pussy and and many 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 other many things, things that people murder over <laughs> because we're just more slightly evolved apes and we have the tools to do so. <laughs> just It doesn't have to be one or the other, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's not hard to comprehend. So this whole, like, wag the dog, oh, let's just call all these people conspiracy theorists and call this a conspiracy theory. has... That has absolutely nothing to do with Wag the Dog. That has... Holy shit, she's got it so wrong. <laughs> like, I don't think she knows what that means. She has no idea <laughs> what that terminology means at all. <laughs> when it's so freaking obvious that oh, this... Don't use that cuss words, lady. was not wrong. And totally. that he has clear ties to WikiLeaks and most likely was the leaker. That's not going to work anymore. Like, the jig's up. You can't, you know, and, and, and all these stories are coming out saying, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. It's been debunked. We saw the same thing with Pedogate, but no one debunks it. If you want to debunk a story, a conspiracy theory, you have to prove evidence that X, Y, and Z isn't true. And no one does that. How about, that's because that's not how it's done. No, you are the assholes making the claims. That's not how burden of proof works at all. <laughs> it's just not how it works. You don't you, have to prove that it's not true. <laughs> you have to prove that it is. You, you think with the guy infiltrating the, the rocket ping pong pizza place with the fucking assault rifle shooting around in the ceiling saying, release the children. And they're like, we don't have any fucking idea what you're talking about. Would be a pretty fucking quick death knell to this whole movement, but no, these guys want us to do the fucking hard work for them, and said they're the ones that come up with the the dreamy kind of thing where they're like, "I think Obama's a secret Muslim. Prove me I'm wrong." Like, 
Prove me wrong. No, that's not how it works. God created the universe in six days and he took a day off. Prove me wrong. It's like, no, <laughs> that's not how. <laughs> that's not how you do this. You're the one saying the crazy you, shit. Come up with the crazy evidence to back it up. <laughs> you, you can't prove Bigfoot's not real. You need proof that Bigfoot is real. Yeah, it's like <laughs> holy shit, Liz Croken. Uh, my God, I'm gonna give you applause for this. Just, <laughs> like you, seriously, deserve, you deserve more clips on this show. Holy shit. <laughs> wow just, i've never met so, somebody so disingenuous about you know actual critical thinking at one time in their life just wow man i can't believe this lady at last the country is mine now for my first act as president i um excuse me cobra commander in chief <laughs> I just made that up. Commander, the attack is failed. Our forces are being overrun. We can't keep... Retreat! 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 All right, so it's finally starting to warm up outside here in Utah after we've had our second winter that a lot of people that live in the state really should know better than to complain about because it, you shouldn't be surprised. Uh, but I'm not here for a weather forecast, really. There's nothing more boring than shows that I have nothing better to talk about than what the fucking climate is outside of where they are at any moment of the day. But instead, let's talk about something that I've, we've talked about on the show quite a bit over and over, and that's the Paris Agreement and how insanely idiotic it is that our very own president is considering not continuing efforts to com combat climate change. Oh, he'll for sure come out and let us know that his plans, even though six of the seven of the G7 uh, agree that it is a good idea to move our energy infrastructure to renewable energy. He even said as much today as I'm typing all this up. I mean, to quote the president, he said here, I will make my final decision on the Paris Accord next week, which you're, if you're a parent, and I'm not saying people that aren't parents don't understand this, but here, you know exactly what that means. There's no need to pussyfoot around an answer unless you're planning on giving the answer which nobody will like, which may seem like a, an idiot if I'm wrong when he announces, but I feel like we can guarantee that he's planning on pulling out of the Paris Agreement because, and this is not going to be based on any of the record of climate change. It's not going to be anything about him uh, saying that this is a Chinese hoax or, or the bullshit right-wing extremists that say that the NOAA readings are inflated. Nothing as verbose as that. But simply because it was something that Barack Obama agreed with. And for whatever reason... America felt that it would be a good idea to vote in the, the bizarro version of Obama. So we're stuck. We have a government that is set on buying wholesale back into coal and oil, even though most of these industries are already dead and dying, or, you know, begging the administration to move on to other forms of energy, because only because they know that finite resources do not make a good business model. So before it's all said and done, because we need to face the possibility that he's going to be around for his whole term, I guess we'll see a rescinding of national monuments for, uh, you know, ex, uh, exploitation. We're going to see drilling in Alaska, more offshore shore oil platforms, strip mining, and an all-around increase in pollution and death because of the poor folks that got him elected will be dropping off like flies due to no health care and more toxicity all around us. We're not on a good path, people, but it's part of a sandwich that we're all going to have to line up and take a bite of to get to the other side. 
once we get there and with all the hopes I have in my fiber of, of my being that not only my family and their descendants, but all my future generations, that we get rid of this old style of thinking and move on to a brighter future powered by good ideas instead of being solely motivated by money. Have y'all ever wondered what it's like to be a redneck with empathy? Have you never heard of a Southerner who isn't a blathering bigot? Well, have I got the show for you. It's the Podunk Polymath Podcast, hosted by myself, Chris, and it's the sentiments of a secular, sarcastic, screwed-up Southern us, JW, and skeptic. You can find me and the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or your favorite podcatcher. Y'all stop on by and take it easy now, okay? All right, that brings an end to the feature segment. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the Friday patron show that we drop on you guys. That's when we drop the veil of secrecy on our six-month-old exclusive episodes and bring them to the rest of you wonderful people that aren't patrons. Those people who do count themselves as one of our patrons have probably already heard that episode, but they have another 40 or 50 shows that are available only to them, and they, they stay fresh. If you like what we've done here and wish to support the show and the work that I do every week, please make sure you go to patreon.com slash utahoutcasts and donate at a level you feel comfy with. Since we've swapped to monthly, it is now officially at least 75% off each month for you guys. So many, many thanks go to our new and sustaining patrons, Jesse Young, Angelica Pearson, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike and Darcy Bowman, and Marissa McCool. And remember, we don't only give credit to those people who send the show some cash. We also give shout-outs to anybody who gives us a review on iTunes, a subscribe on YouTube, or even a review that we might get on Facebook, because your, your reviews really do help the show out in reaching more people. We're really grateful to get any in, really. So go right now. Give us a rating if you haven't already, and we'll be sure to give you your due praise. So a final thanks to Mike for joining me on the show this week. But like I said, we'll catch you Friday with a six-month-old patron show. And again on Monday with a brand new episode full of current events. But until then, everybody, you're welcome.
Butthead had the hair shaved around the sides kind of thing, and he was not a fan of sodomy. And, and here's the thing. I've got no issues with sodomy at all. As long as the person is willing to engage with it. It's not like forcible, bad. But if they're okay with it, good. <laughs> and it's like sodomy is more than just ass fucking or ass licking or anything like that. There's more to it than that. So I don't know what he's got a problem with the word sodomy for. <laughs> Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.